another episode of ARC Advisory Group's Smart City Podcast. I'm Jim Frazier, Vice President of Smart Cities and Infrastructure here at ARC Advisory Group. And on today's podcast, we will be examining 20 social factors of a smart city. So let's get started. Our first social factor is population growth. From 2015 to 2050, it's estimated that 2.4 billion people will be added to the planet's population, leading to a total of 9.7 billion residents on this planet of ours. It's interesting that back in 1700, the world population was 600 million. 100 years later, in 1800, it hit 1 billion. By 1900, it was almost 2 billion. But we um, had incredible uh, population gains in from, say, 1950 to, um, to about 2050. But after that, it's forecasted to, to uh, flatten out a bit. Urban migrations, interesting. Today, half of people in the world live in cities. And the United Nations estimates that by 2050, this number will grow to 66% of the population worldwide. The aging of society. People simply are living longer. The aging of society is an increase in life expectancy and a reduction in fertility rates are both contributing to that. Cities do need to prepare for the needs and requirements of these older citizens. It might be as simple as retiming crosswalks to you know, offering um, ride services. Another social factor is the mobile workforce. Mobile working including worker expectations and the ever-growing power of devices, plus broadband being almost ubiquitous in many places, are all impacting and transforming the way all of us live. Changing household patterns. Both larger and smaller and less conventional household formation is on the rise. This can be attributed to lower marriage and fertility rates, rising wealth in a number of areas, the aging of populations, as well as rapid urbanization. It's interesting that in the past uh, decade or two, that large households have been growing, while at the other end of the continuum, single-person households have been growing in count. Another social factor of, of uh, huge importance is economic inequality. It's increasing. And this often manifests itself through an exacerbation of social problems in the areas of healthcare, education, and power. Jobs and unemployment. Global unemployment is in fact on the rise. And unfortunately, young people looking to get a start in the world are often disproportionately affected. And very often the world, um, world unemployment rate for youths is Oh, on average, 12 or 13%, and it's on the rise. 
Another social factor that's a bit softer is community cohesion. The quantity and impacts of community-led solutions to city issues is increasing. These efforts build self-reliance and resilience in an attempt to prepare for crises, large and small. Public health. Now that we're in 2021, public health is certainly a large issue. We might not have thought that in 2019. But a healthy diet and physical activity can prevent a substantial amount of cardiovascular related deaths and related health issues. Closely related are increasing rates of obesity around the world. Obesity is increasing in many places, particularly in the, in the developing and uh, developed world. Um, not to mention public health, now that we have been impacted by coronavirus for almost a year now, is um, certainly something to consider. High quality education. Education can reduce poverty and inequality but the adoption and the effective delivery rates of high quality education vary widely around the world. And while in the developed world, literacy rates are very often greater than 96%, um, certainly in the Middle East, across Africa, there are some locations that, ha that have literacy of uh, below 50%. Individual safety. Cities are increasingly vulnerable to cyber attacks as well as terrorism, which lead to requirements to protect critical infrastructure on, on a macro level. Locally, both petty and violent, violent crime remains at the top of residents' concerns, whether those levels are, are high or not, it remains at the top of their concerns. This perception of a lack of safety can drive citizens to dramatically reduce their physical activity. So that's something to, to be cognizant of as well. Tourism. Tourism can contribute to urban well-being, economic vibrancy, and the residents' quality of life. Care must be taken, however, so that the city's infrastructure and services are prepared to support tourism and that they are not overwhelmed by that tourism. And very often we think of cities like Amsterdam in the Netherlands, Key West, Florida, um, but many places around the world are overwhelmed by tourism, which over time tends to detract from the original reasons why these tourist hubs had, uh, had developed. The global middle class. The global middle class is growing very rapidly. And over the next decades, this will have major ramifications on how we work, on how transportation networks develop, how we live, what we buy, and what we do with our with our free time. The middle class has grown from arguably a little over a billion people in 2000 to it's forecasted to hit 5 billion people in 2030. So that's a that's a five-factor increase. Personal well-being. Cities present many interesting positive opportunities to residents. Some, however, are not arguably that positive. Population density can cause social stress, which in, can, in turn can lead to negative health impacts from pollution, crime, substance abuse, traffic accidents, and mental health issues. Sustainability and sustainable behaviors. 
Sustainable behaviors are, are often driven now by environmental factors, which are increasingly important to consumers and, and frankly, often drive product purchases of products and services. It's important to remember that sustainability actually has three pillars, and it's not just environmental, but it's social, economic, and environmental. So the social, in, under the social uh, umbrella, we can think of everything from safer crosswalks to better job opportunities. Um, and of course, the, under the economic uh, domain, uh, both the social and environmental fixes or sustainable initiatives that may be undertaken do need to be reasonably economically uh, viable or else they just simply won't happen. So all three of those pillars really do need to be supported in, um, in a sustainability framework. And of course, digital lifestyles. Mobile phones are increasingly the epicenter or are the epicenter of our digital lives. They are becoming a hub for an ever increasing amount of applications that we simply can't do without. Of course, we know, you know, transportation scheduling, um, uh, for, for airline flights and, and bus and rail transportation to health and fitness apps to, to just so much more. Affordable quality housing is one of the largest issues facing cities in both the developed and the developing world. It really is the lack of affordable and high quality housing stock. And that's something that uh, really requires some thought in the next decades. Infectious diseases. Fast and often unplanned growth and urbanization, as well as the dramatic population growth in many areas of, of the world, often leads to cities that experience overcrowding and a resultant lack or degradation of sanitation, water, and waste management. Together, this can combine to create a domain for the development for communicable diseases. Increased travel and migration patterns can also add to this somewhat significant challenge. Entrepreneurship. Cities do provide the foundation of an entrepreneurship due to the close proximity of business opportunities and the creative, energetic people that drive them forward. The physical closeness of end-user customers also allows rapid market feedback on ideas of interest. And lastly, informal settlements. Due to rapid urbanization and the lack of affordable housing, informal settlements continue to grow. The number of slum dwellers worldwide is estimated to be 863 million people. Poor hygiene in these areas often propagates illness and disease. So that was a quick, a quick run through 20 social factors that really need to be considered if you're planning your smart city. So in a nutshell, we covered population growth, urban migration, aging society, mobile work patterns, household patterns, economic inequality, employment, community cohesion, informal settlements, public health, education, individual safety, tourism, the growing 
global middle class, personal well-being, digital behavior, digital lifestyles, sustainable behaviors, housing, infectious diseases, and entrepreneurship. I thank you for attending this Smart City Viewpoints podcast, and we look forward to speaking with you on future editions in the very near future. Thank you very much. Thank you.